Hey, working moms, thanks for listening to the very first episodes of the Ambitious and Balanced Working Moms podcast. A lot has changed since I recorded these episodes back in February 2021. And while the core principles of these first four episodes are highly valuable and relevant to you as a working mom, and I definitely recommend you listen in, I also want you to know that I have updated the work-life balance process that I teach here on this podcast. And if you'd like to listen to an updated version of the process, head on over to episode 60, where I walk you through the first step to creating work-life balance. And then over the course of several weeks, I teach you the entire five-step process. Okay, that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in and let's get back to the episode. It's really hard to find work-life balance if you don't feel clear around what your priorities are, what your long-term plan is, or where you want your career to go. Your brain craves direction. It wants to know that you're on the right path. Getting clear is what ends second-guessing and helps you make quicker and more decisive decisions. And that's why clarity is one of the four components of balance. In this episode, I'm going to be diving into the three things you need to get clear on if you're going to create balance and give you a few tools on just how to do that. This is part two of a four-part series on creating a balanced life. Here we go. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast, the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. Hey, ambitious working moms, how are you doing today? In this episode, we're going to be focusing on the second component of what creates balance. Now, if you missed the last episode, you don't have to go back and listen to it before listening to this one right now, but I do suggest checking it out as you will want to hear each part of this entire four-part series. As I spoke about in the last episode, there are four C's to creating balance. Confidence, clarity, a controlled mind, and lastly, commitment. And today, we're going to be really focusing on that second component, clarity. It is really hard to find balance if you don't feel clear around what your priorities are, what your long-term plan is, where you want your career to go, what's most important to you. Our brains crave direction. It wants to know your goals. It wants to know that you are on the right path and that what you're doing is going to actually get you there. The reason this is such an important part of balance is because it ends the second guessing. It's really hard to feel balanced when you're constantly questioning yourself, your career, what your life is all about. These are really big questions that need to be answered in some form or fashion in order for you to really feel balanced. Now, a lot of the women I work with sort of plan life up to this point of getting married and have kids. And then what happens is they kind of go, now what? (laughs) Having kids tends to be this moment that naturally shifts our priorities and goals, and it's a moment that we need to really decide what 
path we want to be on or if the path that we're on is ultimately still the one we want to be on. I talk to a lot of women that say they just wish they could get back to this old way of life before kids where they were more focused and productive and they took time to work out and they took time for themselves. They weren't guilty about anything. And I always say that's not a really helpful way to look at it. You're not trying to fit yourself back into a box of priorities and goals that you had before kids because that box itself has changed. Instead, you need to spend the time to simply redefine for you your box. Now, if you remember in the last episode, what I did to build my confidence and my belief in self, which was that first C, was I spent time defining who I was and getting really comfortable with who I was. I defined my values and my identity and my purpose. And it's really important to start with building up your confidence first before moving on into the step of gaining clarity because usually what comes when you start to get clear is change. Change in your job, change in the way you operate, change in your priorities, change in your mindset. And even if the change is really good for you, your brain is still very scared. Our brain always wants to avoid change no matter what. And oftentimes what keeps us from getting clear on what we really want is the fear of not getting it right. But the problem is rightness is subjective. You get to decide what is right for you. No one else can tell you what's right for you because they're not experiencing your life and your thoughts and your feelings. And someone that has done the work of really building up their belief in self first is going to find that clarity and certainty faster. Okay? So let's talk specifically about what you need to get clear on. What what does clarity actually entail? Now, I have found that in order to truly experience a balanced life, you need to get clear about three things. Your career your life dreams, and your priorities. Let's talk about your career first, since it's usually the biggest source of imbalance. You likely spend 40 plus hours in your job during the week and about 20 with your kids. The trade-off of working has to feel worth it. You cannot be questioning if you really are working at the place you want to work. You can't be wishing you were spending more time with your family or feeling like you're sacrificing for the sake of your family if you really want to feel balanced. So just to be clear, though, getting clear on your career doesn't mean that you're actually in that dream job but you do need to have a sense that the job that you're in fits into a bigger vision of where you want your career to head or your life to head. It's got to fit into a bigger goal. Now, you may remember from the last episode, before I was a coach, I was working in corporate event management. And I had this commute into San Francisco that was about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes each way, but I loved my job. I was very clear that where I was was exactly where I wanted to be. No questions. And then when my daughter Lillian was born, that changed and it felt like it changed overnight. That commute became excruciating and it felt like a complete waste of time when I could just be spending that time with her. 
I also found myself very unfocused at work. I would procrastinate on projects. I'd take lots of snack breaks. I checked my phone constantly. I felt terrible about the work I was producing. I was not operating at my best, and I was always worried that people were going to find out. I remember I used to take really, really long bathroom breaks because I would take my phone with me and I would scroll through pictures of my baby and I would text the daycare and I would just cry and cry and cry. I knew I couldn't keep doing what I was doing, but I also didn't really want to be a stay-at-home mom. So I had to get clear on what I really wanted out of my career. So what I did is I used all of that self-discovery work, the values, the identity, and the purpose to really point me in a direction of what I wanted and what was most important to me. I literally used it like a compass. I took my notes and all of the words that I had come up with, and I said, what's the common theme here? Based on just who I am at the core, what do I know about what I want and what fulfills me in my career? And when I wrote that all down, the answer was pretty clear to me. What's most important to me is people development. I could see this throughout all of my life. I could see how I was always asked and called out to be a mentor. I could see how in every job I had, no matter what it was, my favorite part always was training people. I could see how I naturally had a problem-solving, don't-settle kind of an attitude, and I pushed people to be their best. My friends would describe me this way. My colleagues described me this way. This is just who I was. And understanding this about myself is what gave me direction in my career. Because from there, I started looking specifically at jobs inside my current field that focused more on people development. I wanted to manage people. And then later, I started exploring leaving that industry altogether to do something that completely focused on people, which eventually led me into coaching. Now, notice what I did not do here to find clarity in my career. I did not go out exploring a whole bunch of careers and kind of make a list of things I could do and then do this little gut check on whether they were right for me. Instead, I focused on an inside-out process. I started with the core parts of what I knew about myself, and I asked, where is this pointing me? If you go about it the first way, where you just kind of make a list and you kind of do a gut check, it sort of feels like throwing darts at a dartboard, and you kind of just hope one resonates and one lands. It's really hard to change careers or really change anything if you don't feel certain it's what you're supposed to be doing. That is where the rightness comes in. You have to feel certain it's right for you. And the only way to do that is to really look inside of you, to let your core self guide you. And that's why we do the confidence first and we really work on that so that you really know who you are and can use that throughout the rest of the process. Remember, a big part of the goal in getting clear is ending all second guessing. It's making some decisions about what it is you want and what's most important to you so you begin to feel certain. The second area you're going to need to get clear on is your life dreams. Now, your life dreams I like to think of as just kind of the bigger goals in life. They're the things that you want to make sure that you accomplish more in the big picture or the long term. 
Now, this could look like all sorts of things. It could be milestones like buying a house or financial freedom or traveling, or it could take the form of volunteering or being a part of your kid's PTA or being on a board, or I have a client that that really wants to have a TED Talk. If you don't name these things and get really specific, the likelihood that they're going to happen is near impossible, right? Just think about a typical weekend. When you get really clear about what you want to accomplish in a weekend, the likelihood that you accomplish it is so much greater than if you're not clear and you kind of just leave it up to chance, you accomplish very little, right? Well, the same is obviously true in the bigger picture of our life. When we get very clear around what it is we want to accomplish and what goals we want to achieve in our life, we are infinitely more likely to accomplish them than if we just simply leave it up to whatever opportunities life may throw our way. One of the biggest pieces of your life dreams that really can't be determined until after you start having kids is what you want out of motherhood. What are the experiences and memories you want to have as a family? What do you want to look back on when your kids are graduating from high school and feel? Because you're going to feel something, and what we don't want it to be is regret. In a lot of ways, your life dreams can kind of feel like a bucket list, things that you want to do or accomplish in your life. But I also like to think of your life dreams through the lens of who do you want to become? What character qualities do you want to develop over the course of your life? So here are some of my life dreams, just a snippet of my list. I want to have a job that allows me to be home with my kids after school. I want to travel overseas with my kids when they're young. I want to buy a house in the San Francisco Bay Area. I want to learn to be more present. I want to run a turkey trot. I want to develop more empathy and compassion for people. I want to relearn how to ski and teach my kids to do the same. I want to honor and celebrate the little holidays like Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day through crafts and festivities with my kids. Now, these are just a few of the things When I started this journey of creating a balanced life, I definitely was not able to rattle off this list or any list off to you. I would have told you that I didn't know what I really wanted or even if I had larger goals. But in reality, it was just that I had dismissed them so quickly as either being ridiculous or impossible that I didn't even notice they were there. So as you start to explore this, you have to allow yourself to really dream big without any restrictions. Now, the last thing that you need to be clear on in order to really feel balance is your priorities. In other words, your schedule and your commitments. When you feel balanced, everything on your calendar feels purposeful and necessary. You feel the sense of control over your time. There isn't a have to in a balanced life. There's only a want to. And in order to feel balanced, you have to feel like you're using your time wisely and purposefully. You cannot say yes to everything. Is it more important to you that you have quality time together as a family or that you have a home-cooked meal? Because sometimes you can't have both. Sometimes you have to decide that eating out or making hot dogs is worth it in order to honor the priority of quality time together at the end of a workday. So there's this constant need to ask what's most important in this situation or in this task. Now, as an example, through my process, I was able to name that having a very deep, supportive, and local community was important to me. And at the time, we were commuting about like 30 minutes to our church 
which was the hub of our community. And after really naming this as being key to my priorities, we decided to leave that church, which truly was the best church and best community I had ever been a part of, in order to find something more local. We freed up our time and our energy to commit to people in the neighborhood that we lived in. And also because of this priority, we started to move what would normally be backyard activities to the front yard, where we could start to say hi to our neighbors as they passed by and really start to build for ourselves local friendships and connections which had been missing. Can you see how I started to align everyday decisions with the things that were most important to me, with those daily priorities? We make over 30,000 decisions a day, and if you have to constantly weigh decisions to figure out what's most important, it's going to exhaust you. When you take the time to preemptively name your priorities, your decisions are going to begin to flow more naturally and take less time and energy. So to recap, a balanced life starts with confidence. You have to believe in yourself first before you could do anything else. And out of that confidence, you want to get clear on three things. Your career, your life dreams, and lastly, your day-to-day priorities. What will start to happen is you will begin to build for yourself a roadmap to guide you in this next season of life. The second guessing will start to dissipate. You'll stop questioning yourself and what you're doing. You'll be able to wake up every day with this sense of purpose. And ultimately, you'll begin to cultivate that feeling of balance. Be sure to check out the next episode. That's going to focus in on the third component of work-life balance, which is controlling your mind. And if you haven't checked out the last episode where I talk all about confidence and the importance of confidence as your foundation, be sure to check that one out too. All right, ambitious working moms, let's get to it. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the Work-Life Balance Formula, a free training to help you feel more confident in your career and fully present with your family. You can find that at www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.net forward slash balance formula. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and review giving me your honest feedback. I'd love to hear what specifically you liked and if there are any topics you want me to cover in the future. Writing a review will take you less than two minutes and is one of the most helpful ways to spread this resource to other working moms. I thank you in advance. And let's get to it, moms.